Hello and welcome to the Impact at Home podcast from us at Impact Wales. We're Fanola and Jane and every week we'll be bringing you the very best professional learning to help you make an impact in your school. Hello Jane. Good morning Finn, here we are again. Our next episode, so uh, today we're going to be talking about our reflections on the return to school. Our first week back, every, uh, every child in Wales has uh, had an invitation at some point over this week um, and last week to come back to school so um, obviously so it's a new school year new a, a new time yeah um, a new era as we as we move on and we're going to have a little bit of a reflection on our first week back well well not with first week back at work but no. our first week <laughs> what schools are back and what we've been doing this week and how that might um, shape and look over the coming weeks and how, and how we move forward Absolutely. And lots of professional learning as well. What's, what do schools uh, need to be thinking about just right now? And what do we think where they're thinking about having uh, been and talked to a few of them? So we've been in schools this week. Well, last week, sorry. Yes, we have. And I think we've started the autumn term um, a little bit like we did every, we have done every autumn term where we've been into schools. Um, we've had a bit, very busy first week, first week back and it's been great, absolutely fantastic to actually be face to face in a number of schools the, uh, last week. Mm. Um, we've also done some remote learning as well last week. In fact, we did one school, it was face to face with some remote learning oh, yes. at the same time. Yes. Which was, which was, that know, was quite interesting. We had, uh, we had a, somebody who was tuning in via their iPhone, which was a bit strange because we could hear them making a cup of tea. <laughs> yeah but it's really yeah. showing to know that you know it's it still works so yes so we we were um very much in the uh live stream slash face-to-face camp last, in fact last we did week. it all last week didn't we, we did yeah we did uh remote learning as well so yes one of the things that we were going to be talking about was uh flexible our flexible approach but i think uh everybody who is in a situation where they're having to work with other people whether that's in education or not has to be flexible everybody has to be flexible at the moment i think i think we we both said on tuesday before we was it tuesday before we did the last mm. the first school how nervous we were in a way about going back yeah. face to face because we haven't done that for well back since i think our last school we were in was back mm. in march mm. but i think as soon as we were in how much we really enjoyed getting back mm. to doing what what we've, we've been well, doing for that so was long. a really interesting conversation that we had because i think that we were nervous about actually physically going into the school mm. so we were nervous about things that we wouldn't normally be nervous about obviously because physically going into school is you know pre-covid wouldn't have been an issue and it was the you know i was mostly nervous about how would it actually work you know hand sanitizing stations you know getting close to things people or didn't not have getting control over isn't it yeah. yeah yeah but something i felt and we talked about was that I felt no nerves whatsoever in talking to an entire school on either yes, day. No. Um, yes. Yeah, well, yeah, because, and normally I do feel a few nerves, you know, as you would do standing in front of a group of people, but I felt, I felt absolutely none at it all. It was a excitement, wasn't it? Yeah, I was really yeah. keen to get back to talk to people. And that was one of the things that we were going to talk about today. The difference between our intellectual approach, our rational approach to what's going on at the moment and our emotional approach to what's going on at the moment. I, I, I do feel that, that first week, it was, it was a little bit of a sigh of relief that, mm. oh, things are beginning to move and things are beginning to get back to the way that we normally would expect mm. schools to, to get to. But I think as the, the week rolled on and we got to Friday, and I know certainly looking at the press and reading the news over mm. the weekend and certainly on Twitter, mm. um, 
the number of cases seems to be increasing. And I know there's an, you know, quite a few schools that have had either year groups isolated already well, with the number of cases. And I think, you know, it's not quite where we thought it no, would be. No, last I heard it was seven schools who've been affected in some way or form by uh, a positive COVID-19 test. Uh, but when you're thinking about um, we as people, you know, we, we might, and I, when I say we, I mean, I don't just mean Jane and I, I mean everybody, is intellectually you can say, yes, we understand that this is a return to school in a different format and, you know, that, that we're going to be doing things differently. And certainly we did do, th do things differently. And of course, teachers did things differently as well. But we are all at the bottom of it. We're all animals and we respond um emotionally to these kinds of things and sometimes our intellectual response and our emotional response are not in the same no. place and of course children will be and uh, you know expressing that as well teachers will be uh, experiencing that as well because you know the the pain of rejection that is a real thing you know we are social beings we want to be together we instinctively move to be together especially the younger children they actually you know you can see them moving together but we can see adults doing it as well you know as you you want to touch someone in the arm as to show that you care and you know those kind of things there's there's more change to our face-to-face -face interactions than i think we would yeah say I, we've recognized looking back now how it was quite challenging mm. not being able to do th our face-to-face -face in the same way that we mm. normally would have in in the fact that you can't get out and move around no. and talk to, to staff you've really got to think can't about eavesdrop. no you, you, you eavesdrop is maybe not the right <laughs> word but you can't listen into conversations when when things are being discussed no. uh, and i know certainly that that is an issue when we're talking mm. about online and, and, mm. and remote learning but i think that that whole um being able to really read the room uh, and respond that. to that yeah. and i think uh, one of the things we had a meeting this morning with somebody and um I obviously you want to go up, shake hands, say hello, but you have to make language do that job for you. So I, I, I actually said to um, this person, you know, hello, welcome. We'd love to be able to shake your hands, show you how welcome we are, but we can't. So let my words do that job. And I think that's partly what's going to have to go on in all of our face-to-face inter -face interactions is that language is going to have to do the job that our physicality might have yeah. done in the past. And it's, it's not something that's going to come naturally to a lot of people. It's no, going to be and quite challenging. And I, and I think if you look at this morning, I know it was a situation last week that the two of us, because we're in our, obviously, if you watched our video, we're very, we are a little bit closer than we were. So we're obviously in our a little yeah, work we're bubble. A, like an extended household. And it's, and it's just that we're in that bubble, but yeah. within a school, teachers are still social distancing from each other. Mm. And it is about having that, I know, with the one activity we did with people being able to actually get up and talk to each other yeah. we really miss that well that was something that we we tried and it worked really really well it might be something that you're able to do with older children that might work particularly well is that um you know when you're having collaborative work how do you actually physically manage collaborative work in a classroom if they're all sat um you know on separate desks mm. and i know that the idea of socially distancing in class is well we we don't know whether the government actually expect us to be social distancing or not social distancing but i think that the fact is that um, children in classes are not going to be social distancing but we wouldn't encourage them to be so close that they're breathing on each other mm. so actually getting them to stand up or having a physical barrier where they are um, able to talk to each other like they would have done pre-covid pre the rose death uh, mm. uh, everything mm. in rose 
because that's going to change your classroom as well isn't it having having to have everybody facing front and in rows yeah, changes the dynamic it, it does and I, and I know thinking back to when I was in the classroom I very often used to have my classroom in rows mm. but I very often changed my classroom yeah depending on what I wanted to do or it even get children to turn around and face the person yeah. behind them and of course you can't do that at the moment but certainly last week um, we were thinking about when we were interacting face to face with teachers what that's like but we were also thinking about but we did the remote learning on the Wednesday and how much you um, lack in the feedback from the um, from the other side when you're yeah. doing remote it's so much more difficult to read the room yes. when the room when the rooms are at a distance so if that's the situation or you know if you're in a situation where you're having to do something that's recorded because of course we've got a, a situation now where um, everybody is supposed to be back in school but we've already got seven schools where there is a an issue and some pupils are self-isolating so already there's blended learning going on we need to be in a position where blended learning is um, not remote emergency blended learning but it is aiming for the same quality of instruction that you get in a face-to-face -face situation so how do you um, aim for that same quality of instruction well you know the instructions that you give need to be high quality but also, like Jane was just saying, you were just saying the, the feedback. How do you structure that feedback? Because if you're doing a, a, a recorded session or if you're doing a synchronous live session and everybody's got their cameras turned off, mm. um, how are you using the chat function? How are you um, telling uh, children we're going to use the chat function this way and how that works? You know, what are you putting in place now that you can use later? It's, it's very difficult, isn't it? Because if you think about it in the classroom when you ask a question yeah. and you don't get any response you can look at the pupils and you can gauge yeah. and read them to yes they're thinking about it so i don't mm. need a response quite yet mm. but you're not going to get that when you're on remote no. learning so i think questioning is going to be is the the way in which you question on remote learning is going to have to be different you're going to have to have a kind of graded approach to remote learning where the first question you ask is very very straightforward mm. very simple you involve everybody the second question may be a little bit more detail. You're going to have to um, give them strategies to actually help them to improve the answers to their questions as well. But that that process of questioning is going to have to be different, more structured. Mm -hmm. And of course, when you're thinking about this with blended learning, this is going to improve your practice in the classroom as well. You know, how do you how do you get everybody involved in answering a question when you're in the classroom rather than ask, asking a question, having 30% of your class actually think about it and then 2% actually answer. How do you get 100% thinking about it and 100% providing an answer in some format? I think there's lots of things that, that we can look back over the last six months um, with remote learning and think about what has worked mm. and what hasn't worked mm. and where, I mean, we, we heard a story this morning um, with a conversation we were having about you know, pupils going back to school and being oh, yeah. tested on the, on the first day in. I mean, that's not really where we want to be to be yeah. going at this, at this particular point. But it's thinking about how you can get that really key feedback to know what your pupils need to yeah. do next. Yeah. Uh, and going back to what we were saying um, right at the beginning and talking about how our intellectual response and our emotional response to the situation may be at odds with each other, mm. that children will have an emotional response to physically being in the classroom um, with others who, you know, and the, the COVID situation 
COVID-19 situation, but how do we uh, provide access to ourselves as teachers, but without being physically accessible to classes? Because if, if teachers are supposed to be socially distancing from the whole class, it's using um, a very structured approach to affective engagement, engaging mm. people's hearts and minds and you know, connecting with them um, as people without actually physically being able to do that. As I say, language is going yeah. to have to do so but much it, more. But it's also right back from day one, it's, it's been going back to the term blended learning. Yeah. And I think that's what we need to be really focusing on, that we are learning, not just having activities to occupy pupils for yeah. them to be kept busy that's that's yeah. not well, what it's been on you know, about, and, and let's not forget that back in march when it all happened it was so quick it was so over you yeah. know it was and it, we were in a situation where it was emergency yes you know and and um if we're thinking about what was actually provided it was quite amazing the way everybody pulled together and and, and worked the amount of work that went into mm -hmm. that you know the upskilling of um the digital tech and understanding how it would work but I think we're little, in phase two, aren't we? We are yeah. in phase two. And I think if there's there's one thing that, you know, we, we are constantly talking about the emotional well-being of pupils. Mm -hmm. But one way that that can really be addressed is thinking about how we are addressing their emotional mm -hmm. well-being through the learning. You know, how does how does emotionally um, congruent or oh, that's a that's a quite a technical term. Um, Connections. It's, yeah. It's how, how is this learning connecting me? Mm. You know, how do I feel connected when I'm learning? I think if we look back over the last six months, that is the one thing that, and we were talking about this morning in a, in a wider context about being connected mm -hmm. with it. At the moment, we're connected within our small little bubbles, but yeah. we've got to the point now where I think we, we desperately want to extend that and mm -hmm. start having greater connections and further connections with people outside the people we've been seeing for the last you yeah. know, six months. And I think we're, we're balancing that against that and the need that the virus is still out there yeah and how do we balance that all our worlds have been very much shrunk by the virus and shrunk by um the restrictions mm. and the uh, need to social distance mm. in so many situations that it's how can we extend and um, enlarge our social connections mm. without getting physically close mm. But of course, it's all compounded by the fact that we, here we are, first week of September. Yeah. It's a new start for many, many pupils at school, you know, whether they're just starting primary school or foundation phase, they're just starting secondary mm. school, or they're, they're going on to, to higher ed and they're, yeah. they're, they're moving away and doing other things. So we've got a lot of things to think about on yeah. top of this virus beginning yeah. to creep up. What, and, you know, looking at this in the, the wider picture and looking at what may be happening, we've got um obviously cases are rising across england scotland mm -hmm. now wales as well cases are rising mm -hmm. we don't currently have um hospitalizations or icu beds or um deaths rising at the same rate um certainly in france they have seen that kind of lag mm -hmm. has come to fruition that they are seeing a, a, an increase in hospital cases so i think we have a limited period of time at the beginning of term now to think about how do we get used to this um, altered um, way of working mm. with students where language is so much important more important where being explicit about what we're doing and why we're doing it is so much more important and setting up structures and systems whereby 
we can get that human connection, not just between teacher and pupil, but between pupils as well. But between, between teachers as well, because don't yes, forget, you yes. know, that is another, another key thing, because I suspect there will still be teachers who are still at home yeah. that haven't been able to get back to schools again. So it's how do we include the whole of the school community? Yeah, well, just a, a little story on that. We were in um, Plus Newith on Thursday, and what was really interesting is they, they were all sitting on individual tables, very sensible absolutely the right thing to do two meters separate but every time we asked them to do something to think about something it became an exam yes <laughs> they all they all went silent and looked at the and so we had to think about how we managed it, and that's why we got them um, standing up and actually uh, arranging yeah. themselves in in squares yeah. and because it's not natural for us to do that isn't it even when no. you're in a you know you think about some of the conferences you might have been on or some of the insect courses yeah. in hotels you sit together and you do strike up a conversation yeah. with people but if you have two meters, the reason that two meters is so difficult in professional learning situations, and of course that's going to be the same for schools mm. across um, the world where they're talking about professional learning, is it is just a little bit too far to make contact, which is kind of the whole point, isn't it? Yeah. It's the whole point for COVID-19, but actually it has a, a knock-on effect that it, it breaks that connection between educators. And if we, certainly in Wales, if we're going to create a curriculum that's actually going to be ready for September 2022, then we need to set up structures and systems that actually allow teachers to get together uh, and really fully understand it mm. and um, create a new curriculum for this. It's collaboration in a blended learning way. Yeah. We, we can't be down to a situation where we are simply going through a purely cognitive process of auditing and then implementing this that, is more that's than. not the ethos of the of the new curriculum no. anyway it's not about just going back and implementing it because we know it's not a curriculum it's a framework yeah so it's thinking about that in a slightly yeah because you know we are not cogs in an engine um going through a process of let's audit let's implement yeah. you know just mindlessly doing, doing the new curriculum doing the new curriculum yes it's about creating the new curriculum you know we teachers need to take it and make it their own mm. synthesize it you know true subsidiarity take the power into their own hands and say what am i going to do with this mm. as opposed to what what it's is it that i'm being told to we need mm. yeah yeah so there's an awful lot there for teachers and educators yeah. to which is difficult about. enough without the whole social distancing yeah yeah so Throwing you know whatever works for teachers to pupils and pupils to pupils in terms of connection and effective engagement and um, structures by which we can make language do that connection then it's going to work for professional learning for teachers as well isn't it and i think we, we just need to be in that position that regardless when or if any lockdowns do occur over the over the coming months weeks months mm. that it's not a okay knee jerk mm. things are going to change tomorrow because mm. all our pupils are home it's about okay this is what we've got planned for the week regardless of whether pupils are here yeah. or not things are going to to happen yeah. the same way and it's certainly something that we're thinking about and yeah. actively doing at the moment mm. as well because um, everything that we create is is available for that drop yeah. of a hat we can just yeah. do it remotely instead but it can't be it can't be um, drop of a hat you just you know rather than delivering a presentation in person you do it over the internet because it's it's quite a different thing mm. doing it over yeah. the internet isn't it and that's something that we learned during our um, webinars is that you can't just speak at a presentation over the over 
um, the internet you have to do different things you have to connect. structure it yeah you have to connect and i think if we're gonna suggest you take one thing away from our podcast today is it um you know when we're thinking about emotional well-being of everybody yeah not just children uh, people returning to school but if of everybody is how can we counteract the pain of rejection that we are all feeling from from COVID-19 that it is we are actively having to hold ourselves back from the one thing that actually really hurts mm -hmm. is not being close to our colleagues and not being close to the people we care about but also not being close to our casual acquaintances that feeling as well. of rejection isn't it yeah it is and it's it is a physical feeling so you know saying to people i see you mm -hmm. i know you're there i'm listening to you i hear you they're all really really important things to actually be explicit about aren't they they are so this is the first week back now after after christmas of the christmas terms is i'm wishing, yeah. wishing it away already christmas, COVID, christmas what i we know just it's because we see i don't know where i am but th this is the first week but i'm sure in another week's time mm how quickly things are moving. We are that highly adaptable. We are highly adaptable. And I know, you know, I am really excited about some of the, the work we've got working with the schools we've got booked yeah. over the coming term. And you know, not just in Wales, but you know. Yeah, we've had a, a well. very interesting um, request from school in Scotland, um, Heimland Secondary, who we're doing um, a body of work with. They're taking things like cognitive mm. science, they're looking at the quality instruction, they're looking at blended learning as well. We're doing a series of supported webinars for them that are very structured so that yeah. we do get that connection between their staff yeah. but also with us and their staff it's, it's really exciting to be working with with schools that are thinking forward thinking yeah and making sure that you know professional learning works. and what they do really is at the forefront yes and to even further our connection even more because you know we we've been feeling the pain of <laughs> rejection so we are reaching out to more people because we want to be connected with more people we are um, changing the way we do our podcast, aren't we? We are, which is very exciting, nervous, yes. no, quite, quite unnerving, should I say, but yeah. very exciting as well. So yeah. over the coming months, um, we will still be doing our little yeah. drop-in chats because yeah. I quite like them there. Yeah, even though I you know, <laughs> had to force you into you it. You did, I? I did, but you know, it's just having a little <laughs> chat, put the kettle on, have a little chat. But we will be having some conversations with yes. some very interesting people. Yeah, in conversation with, and we've got some we've got a real mix of people classroom teachers senior leaders within school uh, people who work with educators in a more sort of uh, supportive people but policy makers as well yes. so we've got a real real range of people to talk yeah. to and I, th I think we're going to focus initially on the kind of the elements of curriculum for wales that are coming up in wales mm. as being an issue but i think actually a lot of those subjects are thinking particularly of assessment Yes. Uh, that's going to be interesting for everybody because, okay, we're doing it. Uh, well, no, we're not doing it in Wales. We're creating, creating it. it. We are creating it in Wales. But it's something that, you know, the whole concept of curriculum as such is, is something that's really important yeah. across uh, across the nation. So so those those will be really interesting. And I think I think the conversations we'll have from one will lead into yeah. some of the conversations we'll, we'll have with with the others so keep an eye out on twitter because i'm sure we'll be tweeting yes. who's coming up yes who we, we we've asked with. everybody who's uh, agreed to come and have a conversation with us um we've asked them all for dates so over the coming weeks we'll be uh, 
we'll be advertising who is going to be on this week, who, who we're going to have a conversation with. And it is very much conversation. We are trying to avoid the whole interview uh, style approach yeah. that, you know, this is about just having a conversation yeah. about some really interesting but it, topics. But it's also remembering that everybody has experienced this lockdown, yeah. this whole period, and it's affected everybody in, in, in different ways. So yeah. it's just not about the, the professional, how it affects you professionally, yeah. but also you as a human being. Yes. And I think that's the key thing. People are People. really important, Jane, they aren't are. they? They are. We care. We do. We do. But I, something I think that we forget that, you know, we are so busy in our day to day life doing things and, um, you know, ticking things off lists and making sure that we've mm. created this, that or the other, that we forget that, of course, it's the people that create this, that and the other, that yeah. actually how you work with each other and how that happens is so, so important. So, you know, our focus certainly for the next term, whilst um, we're going to have a, a rise in cases, whilst this, you know, uh, distance we're all working at, how we can make that distance as feel as small as possible because we want to be up close and personal with as many people as possible don't we that might be the name of our new, <laughs> new podcast yes, up, up close, close and personal with impact yeah, yeah. within <laughs> covid restrictions yeah i think that's probably a good yeah. place to finish isn't it okay well take care and good luck for the rest of the week yes back in school and we'll be back with you with another podcast hopefully next week very soon okay bye then thanks for listening don't forget to subscribe to make sure you don't miss future episodes and you can find us online at www.impact.wales. And you can also follow us on social media on Twitter, we're at Impact Wales, on Facebook and Instagram, search for Impact Wales, and on LinkedIn, search for Impact School Improvement.